And so she mm. gets to the end of this corridor, opens the door, and it's an office. And there, sat at a table, is our man Nicolas Cage. He's sat there eating a big load of steak. A huge steak. He's and she's like, Where where am I? Where am I? What is this? And he's like shouting, guards, guards, what is this asset doing out of containment? Get her back to her cage. And then it cuts back to her. She's like, What's going on? And then it's revealed she was not a person at all, but a cow. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole movie was a metaphor for how we treat cows. <laughs> It's good. And like, and why did you have to ruin it at the end? She, it was said, really she said, Where's she said, I want to see my daughter. She walks in a Nicolas Cage eating a steak. That is her daughter. Oh, oh no. Nicolas Cage is eating her because Nicolas Cage is an alpha male. He's human. <laughs> it's of the strongest species. And Lapita Nyongo is a cow. Hello everyone and welcome back to another installment of the Film Me In podcast where this week we're going to film you in blind Nicolas Cage style which means if we're a ghost rider we're going to run over some elderly people on the pavement. Um, was was that okay? Was that a decent one? That no, you could have like said he took his face off and he took his eyes with it. There you go, face off. Good one, that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, I need to start introducing this podcast because I'm, I'm pretty sure I do it way better yeah but but me doing it just it just makes it awkward it's great um i'm your host xander langwiston and with me as always my wonderful uh, co-host it's mr david french how are you doing david wonderful this time i swear to god there's a different adjective every time like we do a new podcast it's because the ways i can describe you david are endless okay the that joins me every week <laughs> <laughs> And with us this week, once again, <laughs> is um, all the way from uh, the States, um, host of the Ups and Downs of Nicolas Cage. It is Mr. Logan Mock. How are you doing, Logan? Hello, hello. I'm doing all right. Got you. Yeah, how was the flight? How was the flight? How was the flight? <laughs> the flight? Oh, they're recording in the same room. Yeah, it was great. It was incredible. First class. Thank you guys for uh, buying that for me. Ah, oh, it's fine, man. Yeah, it was. <laughs> we're big time, bro. We're big time. Um, mm. <laughs> we we in New Zealand for a week. We've we've earned so much money from that. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> um, but this week, um, we're doing something a little bit fun. We, we've done this before, but we're doing it with a bit of a twist. Uh, so we're doing some more blind pitches this week. Ooh. Very exciting. But of course, since Logan is here, we have to do something Nicolas Cage themed. And so that's what we're doing. We're doing a blind pitch, but Nicolas Cage themed. There you go. That That's the whole plot of the episode. How about oh, that? yeah. Ooh, that's the whole shebang. Oh, boy, yeah. So um, if, you, if, if this is your first time listening to this, uh, then uh, how this works is we've got a, a few spinning wheels from uh, classtools.net big up um full of actors names actresses names and generic movie titles that me and or david have come up with um we're each going to get a chance to spin those wheels and choose an actor an actress and a movie title we've then got 10 minutes to go away and come up with a completely new movie um but this time since it's nicholas cage themed the only um extra rule is that nicholas cage has to appear in the movie at some point. He can either be the Somewhere. star, a supporting role, or even just a cameo. But he has to be in the movie. Um, 
Yeah. Can I quickly just say, it. wouldn't it be really funny one day? If, like, the, the you know how, like, obviously we're not getting Stan Lee cameos anymore. So imagine they just replaced it with Ghost Rider cameos, but it's only Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider. He never gets a solo movie mm. in the MCU. He just gets that. That'd, I, I'm, That'd be I'm incredible. Not, I'm not sure how I would feel. I just... <laughs> I would fucking love it. I'm not sure I want to see more Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider. Uh, one movie was enough for me. I mean, the world deserves more. Yeah, it's it's truly a masterpiece that was underrated. We were unappreciative of the time. I think if it was really forced down our gullets more, we'd really be thankful for it. Yeah, if it, like if it was advertised just as much as Black Widow would, I'm pretty sure it would turn out pretty decent. That's not how advertising works. <laughs> the more you advertise it, the better the film is, clearly, Xander. That's how Black Widow worked. That's how it should all work. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, yeah. So to to decide who gets to go first, I've made a fourth spinny wheel full of our names. So um, I'm just going to spin this and see who gets to choose the movie first. Oh, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? It's David. Ah, of course it is. David, you get to go first. So what What would you like to hear first, your actor or your actress? First. Actress, okay. So the actress in your movie, David, is... Ooh, it's Michelle Rodriguez. Ooh. Uh, most okay. well-known from the Fast and Furious movies. As well as um, mm. Avatar and recently, as we figured out, I'm pretty sure she's in um, Resident Evil. She yeah, is she in is. Resident Evil, and she's in Lost as well. And, oh yeah, she is in Lost. Yeah, she I is quite like Lost. And the actor uh, starring alongside Michelle Rodriguez is oh, it's Ryan Gosling. Oh, you've done all right here, mate. You've done all right here. Well, we haven't heard my fucking title yet. I haven't heard your title yet. And there, we, I've added some more since last time, but the, the list may, basically remains the same since last time. Um, so I'm going to spin the wheel. Let's see what you get. The Oh, okay. The movie title is A Fresh Move. Huh. What? A <laughs> So this is a fresh move starring Ryan Gosling, Michelle Rodriguez, and Nicolas Cage. I I don't envy you. <laughs> Just wait until you hear what you get, mate. Uh, okay, David, you have ten minutes to go away and come up with this idea. Are you ready? Am I doing the timer myself, or are you doing the timer? Uh, you can keep your own time. <laughs> Right, and go. Okay. There you go. Normally we would do news here, but we recorded an episode like three days ago, so there is no news. Mm. So we're just we're, we're just biding time for ten minutes now. <laughs> Let's see if there's any Nicolas Cage news. Let's see if, Let's see if there's any Nicolas Cage news. Um, oh, have you seen Pig yet? No, I haven't. Um, it... It came out right as my state re restricted the theater, so I didn't have time to see it in oh, person. No. And then 
I had to go to a different state and I haven't had time to watch it, but I'm oh, I'm no. so excited to. It it's just come on um Amazon to to rent for like we have it co- it's going to cost us like 10 pound, which what's that over in America like $15. So I'll sure. have to rent rent it from home, but like it's so I'm 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 tempted by it, but I'm I'm not sure I might wait for it to to own it for a tenner instead of uh, mm-hmm. instead of just renting it. But it, it does yeah, look but- good. It does look really good. I've been saying this after Mandy, Color Out of Space, even Willy's Wonderland, we're entering a, a renaissance. We're entering like the postmodern era for Nicolas Cage. Yeah, the, he is the, coming back with a passion. The cage Exactly. The cage what, What's that other movie that he's in that's apparently weird as hell? Um, I... It was like the Prisoners of Ghostland... That is exactly what it's called, the Prisoners of cool. Ghostland. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't really know what to expect. I haven't seen that one either, but no, I, I saw the trailer. Yeah, it seems whack, and I'm pretty sure there's a comic book that goes along with it, or like okay. an adaptation of it. So I'm always down for Nicolas Cage comic book. Ah. Oh, it's it's come out in some places. I didn't. I thought it was still a. Uh, oh, has it? Soon, yeah. It's it's got seventy five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Hey, you know, as a Nicolas Cage fan, you you take it. You take yeah, you take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I can feel that. I can feel that. You can't really be selective <laughs> when it comes to his ratings. <laughs> yeah, it's it's either amazing or just. Total garbage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, is he? Apparently, the uh, I was just reading then they showed off a trailer for that unbearable weight of massive talent. At yes, C- I CinemaCon. I still need. I I don't think I have ever been as excited for anything in my life <laughs> as I have been for this movie. It's oh, I can't wait for it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be phenomenal. It, it just is going to be phenomenal. It is. And, like, there's going to be so many, like, references to things. And there's going to be, like, so many, like, cameos, I'm sure. I'm just, I'm pumped for it. Um, it's, it comes out in April next year. April. Oh, that's so long. That's, that's a lot. I was just thinking that, oh, it's, it's September. But that, oh my God, it's, it's, it's September. That's a, that's a long one away. <laughs> Yeah, but to be fair, I was I was just thinking about this. Then it's been surely like just over a year since um, we started working together, or since we yeah collaborated. Yeah, it's it's been a while. Yeah, like I've, yeah, because I was I was I remember I was still in my little hidey hole room with next sat next to the boiler and I was sweating. It's horrible, <laughs> absolutely horrible. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the the room I was in, it was like, a, like you walked in, the bed was on the left, and then it was just like it was a really long room, but you could mm-hmm. see where it was meant to be a bit bigger. But there was just like a big, like there was just a wall that came out. I was like, what is behind that wall? And then the room got so hot, and I realized that the boiler was sat behind that wall, so a chunk of my room had been taken <laughs> out to fit the heater. <laughs> and then it was so warm in that room because it was so small and there was be- there was like one window right at the end of this weirdly long room 
<laughs> and the door was so heavy that you couldn't like no air could come in through the door. And then the heater was there as well. It was so warm. Unbelievable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do not I do not miss that miss the heat in that flat. It's horrible. But now I've got my yeah. fan. It's wonderful and it's blowing me right now. It's I might want to rephrase that a bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's um like it's 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 throwing cool wind at me. It's throwing wind at me. It's throwing there you wind go. at me. There you go. That's it. <laughs> it's, it's air bending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bending, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. Um, yeah, you were the first ever interview I did. Oh wow! On the podcast. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. Yeah, I went through some weird like podcast match making website. Yeah, um, Audrey. Yeah, we're we're, we're still yeah we're, we still use that. It's uh, it's it's really useful. It really is. It's um. Yeah, we we met some other people in there. It's uh, it's really handy. Should probably get back on that. Yeah, I, I, you haven't, you haven't uploaded in a while, man. Like, have you, have you just sort of put it on hold over, over the summer while you get settled? Yeah. Um. Well, I moved in to my dorm while I was figuring out what I could bring with me, what I couldn't. Um, yeah. Just trying to figure everything out. Also, you know, just a little bit of a break. Oh yeah, was needed. Like yeah, definitely. You know, you set these things like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do one once a week, and then the week goes by, and you realize, oh, I don't have energy for this at all. Yeah, yeah, we we definitely have that a lot. We definitely have that a lot. Yeah, but um, I've got I'm settling in. I've got the stuff I need. I've got a schedule that I can start working around. So I think pretty soon. You're gonna see a uh, return from your favorite podcaster that focuses on Nicolas Cage that is still active today. Fantastic! I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I I now have hype. Hype has oh, yeah. been received. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's oh. back. Was has it been ten minutes already? Jeez. Nope, it's been seven minutes. Uh, you're just done. Yep. Are you sure you don't want the extra three minutes, David? I'm pretty confident, actually. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually David's dream right now. Just coming up with a movie about Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I imagine Nicolas Cage in all of my movies, okay? I put him in a role in some way. <laughs> well, Just in my head. Good practice. This is great practice. Um, okay, David. So you, you've come back from, your, from the drawing board. Uh, how, how do you feel? Honestly, I feel I've got a pretty decent movie. Okay. Okay, that, that's a lot of confidence. Um, so, right, okay, pictures your movie uh, titled A Fresh Move, starring Ryan Gosling, Michelle Rodriguez, and Nicolas Cage. So, A Fresh Move, starring Michelle Rodriguez, Ryan Gosling, and Nicolas Cage. So... Michelle Rodriguez is in a breakdancing competition and is needed to provide a new move for the routine. Otherwise, she gets kicked out of her dancing troupe. Her dance partner, played by Ryan Gosling, suggests a move in which she would be in great danger and would probably, you know, cause a lot of harm to both of them. But if she could pull it off, it would change the world of dance forever in their eyes. 
Okay, good stuff. They practiced the move for weeks. Primarily using wires to simulate the person holding her so that none of them are really that hurt. But it seemed impossible for them both after trying it so many times. She nearly loses all hope until Ryan tells her that they will be okay. She looks at him and feels herself falling for him after the consoling moment between them and the weeks that they've trained together. They keep practicing, but to no avail. Michelle gets kicked out of the group and the couple, once filled with love and respect, breaks down. They fight all the time now until Michelle finally causes a break between them. She starts dancing solo, but unsuccessfully. She goes back to the dance group for another chance, knowing that that's the only way that she can get noticed. But they tell her, unless you can do that move in one week, you can't come back. She scrambles, trying to practice over and over. As she starts practicing in this studio, Nicholas Cage walks past the dance studio and notices her. He's amazed and confused. He walks in and watches the dance for a moment. She notices him and screams for him to get out, but he refuses. He asks her what she's doing, and after a little bit of, you know, back and forth of her telling her to, like, get, telling him to get out and him just asking over and over, explaining that it means no harm, she finally explains the move. Nicholas Cage nods and takes off his jacket. He smiles at her and nods again turning on some music before once again nodding back at her. He does a lot of nodding. Scared, but with nothing left to lose, she starts the trick. Fade. She's on stage in front of her biggest solo audience, her new dance partner looking at her from below and smiles back as she smiles back to him. Her old dance troops stand and clap. She'd done the, she'd done the trick. She uh -huh. gets let back into the group and Nick joins her. They become a dancing sensation and take the dancing world by storm. <laughs> the end. Wow! Incredible. That that like actually like flowed like a movie would. That was actually good. Yeah. <laughs> I told um, you I'm decent at them. Um. So is Nicolas Cage playing himself here? No, I, they're all they're all playing like named characters. Right, okay. I just couldn't be asked thinking of names. Okay. Okay. I they could have used the three minutes to do that, but still. Okay, fair. I I, ju I just when you said Nicholas Cage stuff, she's like, "What? Oh my God, it's Nicholas Cage! Get out!" <laughs> just Nicholas Cage just comes in staring at you silently whilst you're dancing. <laughs> I, I scream. He just nods at you over and over again. Just no, I you just dance more intensely, wouldn't you? You, you dance stare in the sta eyes. staring him in the eye while you dance. <laughs> <laughs> just turn it into like a little jazz routine and everything yeah you you, oh, you, you slowly turn <laughs> it into a, to, slowly turn it into a salsa so you're like you're staring at him and you sort of thrust your hips and clap towards him like chick, 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 chick. <laughs> and so uh, like eventually you just end up using him as a fucking dancing pole whilst he's still just standing there staring at the wall blankly <laughs> so, so now we're using nicholas cage as a as a as a pole as a dancing pole as, as a so now we're pole dancers on nickel right okay this, this took a turn but you're moving um so 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 ryan gosling um he he doesn't seem to be to be really in this movie much it seems to be like a michelle rodriguez uh um powerhouse performance here yeah i feel like she hasn't had like many good roles i'll say i'll say good roles she hasn't had many good roles yeah. Um, she kind of gets like all the she gets the side characters she kind of gets forgotten she, and she's when very... she is like a main character she's not given good dialogue or anything like that or even a good storyline so i wanted to actually give her the time of day and i felt ryan gosling has had so many amazing performances it's kind of unfair to give him the like you know 
like the limelight again and instead of wanting Michelle Rodriguez to have it because the only like standout performance that I've seen her in that I can think of is Widows and that's about it everything else she's has been so good in Widows that's a, that's a great movie she's incredible in, in Widows it's but just... everything else has been kind of shit yeah, that's a really good movie have you ever seen Widows? I, I have not it's it's really good. It really it sort of flew under the radar, um, but we we went we were hyped for it, weren't we? It's yeah. It's got it a great, really good. It's got a really great Daniel Kaluuya performance as well. Oh uh, god, yeah. Can get out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's I'll a get... bastard in that film, but fucking hell, he's good. Yeah. Um, what, Logan? What, what did you think about da- any comments on David's movie? Um. It it definitely seems like it is an actual movie, which is more than I was expecting, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Honestly, I've only ever done, like, the this is not a real actual movie once, and that's when I pitched um, Buddy National Treasure 3. I've done the stupid Nicolas Cage movie before. I wanted to do something <laughs> a bit more, you know, a Re- bit more, like, Emotional. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not emotional. I just wanted to make an actual fucking movie for once. You may- And not... What you made was a step-up movie. <laughs> I did make a step-up I made a step-up movie, but good. <laughs> Something that step-up has never done. Oh, but yeah, no. We'll I think if, if I had, like, the proper director, it could have, like, a really, like... It could pop. I don't want to get too ahead of anything. But if it had, like, proper director, proper, like, um, musician, composer, it could get yeah. an Oscar nomination. This seems like yeah. an Oscar bait movie, to be fair. Yeah, it does. I'm hearing Oscar, bro. Push it. Award seasons are calling. Can I just say the best like director for this is probably Damien Chazelle. Oh, yeah, working with Ryan Gosling again as well. Yeah, there you go. Just to get a J.K. Simmons cameo in there, and it's a Damien <laughs> Chazelle movie. Oh, I would love a J.K. Simmons cameo in this. He just keeps <laughs> a chair at someone. That'd be great. <laughs> He's in the audience at the end. He's the only person that doesn't like the performance because there's a, a single drum beat off. Yeah. And so, so he just yeets a yeah, fucking yeah. chair. Yeah, it's not, not quite my tempo. <laughs> just, not my tempo. <laughs> I, I, I've, I, I'm, I'm honestly just... I, uh, you've blown me away with the fact that you actually took this seriously. So um, I, I... I wasn't expecting to either, but when you said that, I was like, okay, this could be a dance film. I can make this good. <laughs> I honestly thought, as soon as it came up with Fresh Move, I was like, I'm thinking dance here. I'm thinking a dance move. <laughs> it was either a dance or a move so horrible that they just kind of, you know, murdered each other. I could have yeah. gone Purge or Dance. Either one. Yes. Mm. There you go. Right. Well, um, Are you guys ready to move on? And see who's gonna do the next pitch. Oh yeah. Yes. Right. Okay. Is it Logan or is it Xander? It. Or is it a secret third person that's in the podcast? It's Logan. Oh. Ah. Okay. So you've got some. Uh, you, you you've got some competition. I do. Um. What I'm would sorry. you like to hear first? Your actor or your actress? Give me the actor. Okay. So your actor is. Okay, you have Seth Rogen <laughs> as your lead okay, actor. I, I can see him and Nicolas Cage being, uh, okay. being in a movie together. Interesting. And your, your actress is. Is James Franco. 
<laughs> Your actress is Zoe Saldana. Oh. A.K.A. Gamora okay. or Neytiri from Avatar. Ooh. Okay. Uh, so you've got, Stop you've got... saying Avatar. I've, I don't think, I think you're the only person who's seen Avatar. That's not true. Lots of people have seen Avatar. It was a huge movie. Logan, have you seen Avatar? Out of principle, I will not watch it. Oh, I've just what? not watched it because We're I can't. Out of I principle. Not what, what principle is this? Because it doesn't. Here's the thing. It's like one of the most successful movies of all time. The five sequels are so lined up, will not be successful. It's It was a once one in a million success, just like cool effects, and it will never replicate it. Can you make a character from it? You probably can't. I mean, he's out of line, but he's right. It had too, had too much hype, and I, out of principle, will not support it. I will not support James Cameron and his ventures anymore. Bad <laughs> point. Fair enough. Fair enough. Right. Are you it's ready hard, to hear... but it's the truth. Are you ready to hear your title? I am. Okay. Your title is... <laughs> this is one of my favourite ones. Um, your title is Painted Doors. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I, I so... can make this work. You have the movie Painted Doors starring Seth Rogen, Zoe Saldana, and Nicolas Cage. Um, you have 10 minutes to come up with a movie. Um, okay. Um, if you want to set your own timer and come back in 10 minutes. I good, good will luck. do that. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my word. That's a stinker. That's a that stinker. A stinker. <laughs> I feel bad. Painted Doors is one of my dad's answers. <laughs> oh, God. He sent me that and another one uh, called The Tomorrow Socks. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, phenomenal, man. This is, this is pure Kino. Uh, so. <laughs> oh, that. The Tomorrow Socks, I can imagine being like an actual Hallmark Christmas movie as well. Yeah. Oh my god, that's funny. Yours was so like, this is... I can't believe you actually made a movie. <laughs> I was waiting for a Transformer <laughs> to turn up. <laughs> Imagine. Uh... It's like, suddenly, Optimus Prime. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh my all you hear in the, in the background of the credits is all you hear is just, robots in disguise. <laughs> they just somehow snuck that Easter egg into that. See, that's what it should have been. You should have been like, that'd have been a great comedy twist to your movie. If like, you know, she's you don't actually see what this move is all the way through, and then it gets to the end of the movie and you see. It turns into a transformer, and it, it actually just is like something that <laughs> stupid. <laughs> that would be so fucking. Now the movie, she just kills every single person in that place. Yeah, she just transforms. She just turns into Michael Myers and then. It's the prequel to Halloween Kills. It's at Venice Film Festival, so we should be getting some reviews. Tomorrow, early reviews tomorrow. Exciting times. The these are exciting times. I am genuinely hyped for that, though. I I cannot fucking wait. Yeah, it'll be all right. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be fine. Oh, have you um, have you heard that Alan Wake remastered is coming out? 
No. Is I'll Alan Wake, really... is Alan Wake the one with, with, with the meme where, where the guy has to keep shouting someone's name during a cutscene? No, that Alan Wake, that's um, Heavy Rain. That what? That's Heavy Rain. It's like, Sean! 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 Yeah, Sean! That's it, that's it, that's it. Sean! It's not a cutscene. That's the gameplay. Oh, man. It's like, it's like a Telltale game. It's an interactive story. Oh, right, okay, okay. But yeah, Alan Wake is the one where it's, um, you fight off like the enemies with light. Like, you have a torch and that's your only weapon, realistically. It's by the guys that did Control. The um, In the Control DLC, they had, like, an Alan Wake crossover. Um, because, like, it's all set in the same universe. And then everybody was, like, clamoring for an Alan Wake 2. Because it only originally released on um, PC and Xbox 360. And Xbox 360 was exclusive for a while. Um, and then released on PC a few years later. But now it's coming to, like... All platforms except Switch, from what I can tell. Wow, oh, cool. Yeah, it's honestly like Alan Wake is a really fucking good game for what I've And I've been considering like getting it because I got the, like my 360 recently. But then I heard rumors that like Alan Wake Remastered was coming out. I was like, well, if it's going to be coming out soon, then they'll likely do a PS5 version. Then I can just, you know, like have 4K visuals, fucking 60 FPS, all that jargon. So I might as well just wait to see if that's real, and if it isn't real by the end of the year, then, I'm... and it is. So I am, I am genuinely hyped for it. It, it, oh, it's gonna be so good. Because apparently they're also doing Alan Wake too, and it would make a lot of sense if they're doing remastered. Get people talking about the game again, and then two. Right. And okay. also, this is like everybody's saying like this is the perfect game. To do ray tracing, which if you don't know what ray tracing is, it's basically realistic like, lighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And considering it's a game all about light and lighting up dark areas so that you can continue puzzles and shit, that is literally the perfect game to do it in. Because like Spider-Man, like yeah, ray tracing is nice, but you don't need it for the gameplay. But ray tracing in this would be perfect gameplay wise as well. really fucking cool sorry i've just been reading um so the, the matrix trailer comes out on thursday we said that earlier. Like, yeah yeah we were talking about that but um there's been a poster release as well have you seen it no i haven't so it's just completely white and then it's got a blue pill and a red pill in the middle yeah oh and yeah no that's the teaser yeah and it says the choice is yours and it says the matrix resurrections december only in cinemas Ooh. Which means it's not coming to HBO Max. Oh, have they gone back on the word then? Well, that's what it looks like. Unless, I mean, unless that might just be the UK version. Unless that's a fake poster, but like I can't. No, because the the actual actually, I'm gonna watch the teaser real quick because the teaser is the same thing. It's like the um the red pill and the blue pill. The choice is yours, and then it turns into the Matrix like background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've trailer Thursday. That. That's it. We only get a trailer Thursday. I guess we'll find out more when the trailer drops. Yeah. That'll be interesting if it is only in cinemas. I feel like that's fair though, because 
you don't want to see this movie like or at home for the first time like it's I been so long since we got another matrix film 2003 yeah like 18 19 years right or 18 years 18 years nearly yeah. 19 years though considering it's like end of december so yeah. practically 19 years it's a big fucking deal you want to see that in cinema yeah yeah I get, I get that i get that so i'm like granted i'm obviously we're obviously going to be seeing it in cinema because fuck the uk right <laughs> obviously but honestly like i even if i was able to watch it online i'd probably still go see it in cinema anyway because i feel like it's just gonna be the better experience are you ready for a are you ready for a uh, confession one i've not seen the matrix two and three. Oh, you don't have to the shit <laughs> well two not so much three has one good scene well i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna I'm, obviously i'm gonna do a, a full watch through before oh, yeah definitely comes do out. like a full-on watch I mean, be de depending on what's going on at the time we might do an episode on them which i'd be down to do or even if like just in the build-up in the next uh, few weeks if we've got nothing going on one week then we can I'm down to just be like, okay, Matrix comes out in a couple of months. Yeah. Let's do this. Because, you know, Matrix. Ooh. So. Hold on. Oh, I'm trying to see if this is like fake or like an actual full on footage trailer. Looks like it's real. Yeah, they've been showing off like little like um, images like or tiny clips from the trailer on that website well there's like a full teaser trailer here that i am watching right now i think someone's probably just cut it all together yeah i think that's what's done what's happened that's that looks good though yeah this looks really good so far like this trailer is hyping me the fuck up yeah i don't think they'll have done another one unless like they they knew it was gonna bang yeah because like the Two and three are like widely known as two of the most disappointing movies of all time. Oh yeah. So like, you know, I think if you're coming Ooh. back to this franchise, if you're coming back to this world, then it has to be. You have to do it right. Can I just say, Keanu Reeves with long hair is so sexy. Yeah, I'm glad he's kept his beard because he he shaved his beard for <sighs> Bill and Ted and it just did not look right. He do he looked so weird. He looked old, man. My man looked old. He looked so weird it, yeah. i didn't like it it made me feel uncomfortable nah. oh all right i think i'm done you're done i am 30 seconds left on the clock he's come back early you missed us talking about um like nick fucking keanu reeves looking sexy with his beard and long hair mm. so a rich interesting, interesting. conversation clearly <laughs> um okay logan welcome back um so you've just written your your pitch uh how, how do you feel right now i feel pretty good um i feel like i may have jumped ahead at some points and maybe not everything's fully fleshed out but that's fine i think i'm i think i'm pretty solid yeah any gaps we can ask questions and you can you can fill in the gaps that's absolutely fine um okay um so give give us your pitch for 
um, what was he called? Painted Doors, starring Seth Rogen, Zoe Saldana, and Nicolas Cage. Go for it. All right. So, Painted Doors. Uh, it takes place in an apartment building in some city like Chicago or New York. It doesn't really matter. Um, Seth Rogen is a struggling blogger who wants desperately to become a um, recognized and respected journalist. Zoe Saldana is a uh, criminal profiler who wants to become an agent for the FBI. Um, one day, in their apartment building, a woman's door is painted blue. She gets in trouble. She's a bit upset, wondering who did it. That night, she is killed in her apartment. The police are called. They're unable to find a suspect. That day, Nicholas Cage, an eccentric retired detective, moves into the building. Um, after a few more nights of another door being painted and the people inside being killed, the three of them decide to team up to try and figure out who it is. Seth Rogen realizes if he covers this, it may give him a job at the Washington Press, the New York Times, some newspaper. Zoe realizes that she can become a FBI agent if she helps take down the serial killer. And Nicolas Cage, well, we don't really know about him. Okay. Um, for reference, um, imagine Nicolas Cage acting like Willy Wonka, but with sort of the intelligence of <laughs> like a great detective. He's, he's a little, he's not all there. He's a Is Nicolas Cage being the most Nicolas Cage detective ever then? Exactly. He's a bit Precise. eccentric. Mm hmm. I have oh, written goodness. down Cage, eccentric, bizarre, brilliant. Ooh. Okay. Um, so as the, as the uh, movie goes on, all of them become more and more suspicious of each other. They all have motive, they all have opportunity, means, they have everything that it takes to become the actual killer. Um,. One day, um, Seth Rogen's door is painted blue. But here's the thing. It's out of order. Usually, the door is painted on the day, and then on the night, he's killed. But the door was painted the same night he was killed. Nicholas Cage notices this and also notices the door is a slight shade darker of blue. It's mm. not the same paint. Oh, Nicholas Cage calls in Zoe, trying to console her about their partner having been killed. But he then drops a bomb on her. He knows she killed him. Oh. The answer, the whole big thing, Seth Rogen was the serial killer. He was becoming desperate for something to write about. Nothing was being covered by solely him. He needed something to make him stand apart. So he started killing people in order to cover them on his blog, killersintheapartment.com slash WordPress free website. <laughs> Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Okay. Um, it's slowly revealed through Nicolas Cage's observations and deduction and Zoe Saldana's um, confession that she broke into his apartment at night to see if she could figure any clues on him and finds just buckets of paint just everywhere. 
Um, he gets the jump on her. They scuffle for a bit, but she ends up killing him and then not wanting to get in trouble at all because she may be perceived as... Um, it may not be received as self-defense. She paints the door from a random bucket she finds. It wasn't this exact same color or whatever. Um, Nicholas Cage um, just says, all right, I guess I'm going to move out of here. And the movie ends as they both say goodbye to each other on the street. They both moved out of the apartment building. They walk away, never to meet again. Oh my god. Fuck. You guys have really caught your A game. You guys have really caught your A game. You are genuinely fucked in this again. That's amazing. (laughs) People keep making good movies. Why do you do this? That's such a good idea for a movie. Can't help it. (laughs) That's actually, like, that's actually brilliant. Thank you. That's a phenomenal idea. Um, Which bits do do you think were, like, leaps in logic? Oh, um, um, yeah, it's like I, I guess mostly the ending part where Seth Rogen just has the buckets of paint and the police throughout all this investigation like never noticed it. Like, yeah, I'd have to like sort of explain it. Like, he was hiding them, there was like a secret door or whatever. She discovered them, right? He okay. did it at night, something like that. Okay, okay, I like that. I like that. That, that, and that's that's an interesting role for. It feels like Nick Cage is like this, like you, you said he's retired, so he's just like de- it sounds like he's just like desperate to get back into it, and then yeah, and then once he gets back into it, he's like, oh, this is why I quit because like you know that that could be a whole thing like this is why I quit the game because you know it's always the people you trust the most that you can't you down. trust anybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be that that. Bad they played as like so a. Oh, sorry, I had to do that. But <laughs> genuinely, also like, that's such a great role for Seth Rogen as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. Seth Rogen's like in the same kind of vein. Like he doesn't get serious roles, and I'm pretty sure he's happy with that. He's happy with like not getting very serious roles. But it'd be really interesting to see Seth Rogen in like a proper serious format. Yeah, because I'm not in even like a serious format where he's still comedic. Like, I imagine he's still, like, the kind of... Um, he's got some comedic value in this. Like, yeah, he's kind of, like... probably the, the funny one of the group. Yeah. But he's also, like, this really, you know, interesting character. And by the end, he's, like, the most infamous character. And the mm-hmm. most memorable. Yeah, and that's that's such a that's such a red herring as well. Because if someone's at the comic relief, you feel safe with them. Yeah, and you'd never expect that kind of role from him as well. Like, just as a general audience going in, not thinking about, like, comic relief kind of thing. If you've seen Seth Rogen in anything before, you know he's just the funny, goofy stoner. Yeah. Like, no matter what, that's what you see him as. And seeing him like this, you're not going to fucking get Yeah, the only, like, serious movie I can remember him being in is that Steve Jobs one where he played the Wozniak or whatever. He's so good in that. Mm-hmm. He's so good. That's that's a really underrated movie. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron Sorkin and uh, is it David Fincher again? Did David Fincher direct that? No, Danny oh. Boyle. Danny Boyle directed it. Yeah. Mm. Absolute belter. Absolute belting movie. But yeah, that that was. You had you had me hooked. 
again yeah. how has this happened when, when whenever we have someone on that does these they just blow us out of the water and it's so yeah. annoying <laughs> now Zander has like a decent dance movie and a fucking insane thriller to go up against. <laughs> a whodunit. Mm-hmm. Called Painted Doors. I gave you like the worst title. How are you, how are you dubbed up like this? Oh my god. Right, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go on, Zander. Let's hear your stuff then. Let's see how you're going to oh, fucking turn out. Fucking off. hell. Right, okay. I'm going to take my actor first. And my actor is... Okay, Leonardo DiCaprio. I'll take it. You know what? I'll no. take a Leo. I'll take a Leo. Um, my actress is... Ooh, my actress is Lupita Nyong'o. Ooh. Wow, that's a pretty stacked. Yeah, pretty stacked cast. And uh... what's, what's the title, though? And the title of spinning it, I'm spinning it, it's spinning. Mm, the title is The Killing Room. I swear yeah. to God, if you don't make a good movie out of this, you're so <laughs> shit. Right, okay. I've got 10 minutes to pitch The Killing Room starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Lupita Nyong'o, and Nicolas Cage. Wish me luck, boys. No. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you, Logan. You're so nice. God, now we can't, like, talk shit about Xander. Yeah, that's unfortunate. We were having so much fun already as well. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Well, the audience isn't going to be able to hear the, like, all the jokes about Xander. I think they really need them. I feel like it would have been, it would have been good for Xander in editing. True. <laughs> it would have been funny. <laughs> I should just start like recording myself just in case like I say a witty joke while Xander's gone and he can just edit it back in <laughs> and upload it myself. <laughs> or just like a bonus podcast where I just rip on Xander for 10 minutes and then upload it. He just comes to me the next time. He's like, what the fuck is this? Because <laughs> that's exactly how it happened with um, the April 4th podcast that me and James did. Mm. Where we like fake kicked Xander out of the podcast and I remember that ripped on Robocop. I remember that. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Mm-hmm. We were so happy with that. That was planned for like that was planned since December. Really? <laughs> like, the idea of that was for, since December, and for like the weeks coming up to recording it, we planned it for ages. Like we kept on thinking about what talk about this and the other and then we thought why don't we just say that robocop is shit that would piss him right off so oh, uh, oh go on just i was gonna say with this casting how likely is it that he's just gonna rip off like django unchained or something <laughs> he's gonna do like the scene from django unchained when it's like just lean out of the gap here in the room screaming at them he's gonna mm-hmm. do it as a one room scene like a one room movie He's going to try and do it as, like, a murder. I, yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to pitch Xander's movie before he pitches his movie. <laughs> he's yeah. going to do it as a murder mystery, similar to Knives Out, because he's obsessed with that movie. Mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage is going to play the role of the detective. And Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio is going to be playing, like, the role of the guy who you, who you think it is the whole time. There's going to be a few extra people in. 
um, who are like just random extras, or because we've never said that you can't have more than one like person. We've just said these are your main two. Mm-hmm. You can, I, I imagine we can add whoever the hell we want. And Sander doing it, he can, can make up his own rules. This is, you know, he's mm-hmm. the one who came up with the rules in the first place. Add more as he goes. Yeah. So he's going to do it as like a one room or one location film, whereas a murder mystery for. And he's going to do a really shit twist at the end, where it's going to be like Nicolas Cage was the killer. Yeah. And wanted something to do. So he started this facade that he was a um, detective and was investigating this murder on this estate. But in fact, he owns the estate and killed everybody. And then because, you know, he's insane. Yeah. Very... And someone that's like Shutter Islandy. Yeah. I feel yeah, like I... the movie I just pitched is better than the movie he's going to pitch. <laughs> it probably is. Oh, fuck's sake. He, he does this to himself as well. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, how have you been, Logan? We haven't been able to talk for a while. Yeah, we haven't. I've been good. Oh, good. How's college yeah. going then? Or have you literally, like, just started? Um, I've been here about a week. Um. A little more. Yeah, things are going all right. Um, some of my professors seem nice. Some seem mean. You know, can't always get what you want. Um, oh, do you have? Do you know the show? Um, I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. I think I've heard of it, but I don't think I've ever watched it. Yeah, one of my professors is like really good friends with Tim Robinson. Damn. Apparently, he might Skype into our class sometime. Hey, well, um, next week, uh, Xander in editing, you should edit this. Oh, God. To be fair, it is nice to have you on and not have to just talk about some shit Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's as much as I love it. It's nice to spread my wings a bit. Nice to flex some so, of the other like, muscles. Realistically, how how long have you got left of the uh, of the Nick Cage podcast? Um, I'm planning to go back to doing one a week, and I don't think there's that many left. I think if I stick with the um just movies he starred in i've only got like 34 36 left jesus that is not a lot no um but i i'm gonna try and stretch as long as i can um i want to try to get more guests on interview them about things i want to try to like do other smaller like quick nick picks this like i want to I want to see how long I can keep this going. I mean, to be fair, you could just like evolve it into something like bigger than just Nicolas Cage pod, like films and shit. Yeah. Like I imagine, like the guests and stuff. Like I imagine that would really help with it. Mm-hmm. And like, if you were to expand it, what would you expand it to? Um, I don't really 
No, it'd be it'd kind of be tough to expand it because like the whole brand is Nicolas Cage. The whole thing is yeah. someone's moving furniture. Goddamn. Um, <laughs> I. Yeah, there's there's a couple directions. Like, if I wanted to really like nitpick, like there's another thirty or so movies that he's been in, but not like the main character of. I could do some short episodes of that, but even then, I'd run out of things. I I could maybe just the only do... other thing you could do as well that I can think of. Anyways, you could do like the cancelled films that he was supposed to be in. Yeah, like you talk about the uh, the cancelled Superman film he was going to be in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cancelled Superman. There's been a couple others. I could do something like this where I get random people on and I like just like give them some prompts and make them come up with a movie or like describe their ideal Nicolas Cage film, something like that. Means be fair. The the biggest end to it though could be fat, like actually getting Nicolas Cage on. That's the goal. Um, like the final episode of the podcast, just be like, right, this is the final episode, so we're wanting to do something special. So here's fucking Nick Cage. I'm back. Yeah, oh, I'm back. I'm back. So so, <laughs> I, I, my my brain is fucked right now. I've tried to make this three different ways. And I came up with this last thing 30 seconds from the end. So I'm just going to run with it. Okay. Fuck's sake. So Let's this, hear it. This is The Killing Room, starring Lupita Nyong'o, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Nick Cage. Okay. So this is completely like off the cuff. I tried writing this down, but I did, couldn't write it down in time. So here we go. So, Lupita Nyong'o. We, we, the whole, most of the movie is set in this one room. Okay, Lupita Nyong'o is thrown into this room at the start, almost as if she's a prisoner. And she, she's in there on her own for the first, like, ten minutes. And then, um, she's alone with her thoughts, and just sort of, we see sort of her life before this, where, where she, you know, uh, she, she used to, like, frolic in the fields as a child. And stuff like that. You see, you see a lot of her mother and stuff like that, and she thinks about her mother. And then, um, in in comes her cellmate, played by Leonardo DiCaprio. So mm. her and Leonardo DiCaprio are just sort of, you know, sat. They they talk to each other. It's very emotional. They're just, you know, two humans connecting, and of course, they do form an emotional bond. They end up um, having sex. There, there, there is a sex scene in this movie. They they do make the love. Um, of course, but, but as soon as as soon as they do this, Leonardo DiCaprio is dragged out of the room, kicking and screaming, um, and the the only thing they hear from um, a guard outside is, "Yeah, take this one to the killing room." And so, Ooh. of course, Lupita Nyong'o is like, "Oh my no! Oh my god, no! No, this this can't be!" And so she starts stressing out. Then it shows like months go by, months go by, and it turns out. After they had sex, obviously in this cage there is no protection. There are no condoms. And so she gets pregnant. Uh-oh. With a baby. Not emotional. No fucking way. So she gets pregnant. <laughs> and so then she's in this room on her own. And it gets to nine months. She's ready to pop. And she starts she starts having the baby. And in come loads of guards. And they they, they pick her up and they help her give birth. 
and one of them's like, it's okay, it's okay, come on, push, push. And they get the baby. And they're like, oh, amazing, amazing. And then they put these, and then this other guy comes in and they put, uh, like, pumps on her boobs, on her breasts, to, like, pump out the milk. Huh. And she's like, what, what are you doing? And they take the baby away. And she hears the guard use the term the killing room again. And she's so confused. She's like, what, what are you doing to my baby? It's really emotionally raw performance here. And so then um, after they've, they've, like, they've taken all her milk from her, they, 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 they leave again. And then she, she gets older. You can see she's getting older. Years have passed now. And she's just on her own in there. She's dried up. The, and it shows intermittently more and more people come in to take more milk from her and stuff like that. And then it's and then so we get to towards the end of the movie here, and she's banging on the door one more time. And she's like, "Please, I just want to see my daughter, please." And the door opens, and she walks outside, and it's a long corridor filled with cages similar to hers. And as she walks past, she can see in the windows these little windows. There are other people like her. Some of them are just sat there crying. Others are heavily pregnant. And then she walks past others and they're having sex like she was earlier. And so she gets to the end of this corridor, opens the door, and it's an office. And there, sat at a table, is our man Nicolas Cage. He sat there eating a big load of steak, a huge steak. And he's chomping down, and he's and she's like, "Where, where am I? Where am I? What is this?" And he's like shouting, "Guards, guards! What is this? What is this asset doing out of containment? What, what is she doing? What is she doing? Get her back to her cage!" And it cuts back to her. She's like, "What's going on? What's going on? What's going on?" And then it's revealed she was not a person at all. But a cow. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the whole movie was a metaphor for how we treat cows. <laughs> it's good. I like and Why did you have to ruin it at the end? She, it was said, really- she said, Where's <laughs> She said, I want to see my daughter. She walks in a Nicolas Cage eating a steak. That is her daughter. Oh, oh no. Nicholas Cage is eating her. Because Nicholas Cage is an alpha male. He's human. It's <laughs> of the strongest species. And Lupita Nyongo is a cow. <laughs> wow. And Leonardo DiCaprio is also a cow. Oh, huh. wow. Well, it's, it's all a big metaphor. Xander. Yeah. You need help. <laughs> <laughs> you had such an interesting movie. For 95% of that. Like, it was genuinely, like, when you, when you said it's starting out in one room, I, like, whilst you were gone, I literally said, okay, Xander's going to do this as a single room, like a one location thing. But I thought you were going to do it kind of like a Knives Out. 
when Nicolas Cage is this like detective and he's trying to solve this murder and then it turns into kind of Shutter Islandy where it reveals that he actually killed the person he you know all these other people are just playing this basic like basically game of charades or whatever no nope. just everyone's nope, a you cow. just decided everybody's a cow and Nicolas Cage <laughs> is eating this cow's daughter you could have had something so good there this is so good. It's a big... You ruined all, it at the very end. It's all a metaphor. I'm never what? trusting you to write with me. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if we ever have to write together, I'm just going to sit you down in a, t in a, like, in a chair. I'm going to be at the laptop. The second you open your mouth, I'm going to cover it with duct tape. Honestly, because I Because you're just going to come out with, and everyone's a cow. I, I, to be fair, this idea is kind of a mishmash of my two ideas. So my first idea was going to be that Peter Nyong'o was playing a journalist trying to uncover the secrets inside an abattoir uh, where where Leonardo DiCaprio is the owner of the abattoir and um, Nick Cage would uh, be the voice of one of the cows that she saves at the end. Oh, um, that, that could have been worse. And then, <laughs> and then the other one was um, that the, they live in like a 1984-style society and Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio's daughter is taken away. But I was like, why are they being surveilled? I just couldn't make it work. And so everyone's a cow. Oh, my God. And the killing room is where is the abattoir where they take them to kill them. This is like that moment in Sorry to Bother You where he just turns and becomes a completely different fucking movie. Yeah. But it's, it's as if that was the ending. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. not good. <laughs> I'll tell you what, like, Joaquin Phoenix would like it, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, as well, I, I thought about this as well. In the moment, I was like, you know what? She's thinking about her, uh, she's flashing back to times with her mum in the fields. Because she's a cow. <laughs> she used to frolic in the fields with her mum when she was a I calf. Hate as a cow. so much. The cows were free. And I hate humans that this is... Them. I genuinely hate that this is your creative process. <laughs> like your your mind at the very end of this genuinely interesting like movie with a really compelling story throughout just goes to Yeah. And now they're all cows. Now they're all cows. Except for Nicolas Cage. Nick Cage ain't no cow. Nick Cage is a man. <laughs> he's oh, that's... The ult that's why i chose that's what that's why i chose him to be that because he's like the ultimate man it could have been such a great podcast <laughs> <laughs> such a great idea to like look back on and even maybe sell these fucking movies to people like this concept but you've just ruined the whole thing with one sentence Wait, are you, are you saying Which is, are, are you saying you didn't enjoy my pitch? I'm saying I hate the ending. <laughs> yeah, it's. I'm saying I straight up despise the ending. Oh no! It's like a knowing when it turns out it was just all aliens. Yeah, it's, it's just <laughs> wow, it's just such a letdown. <laughs> it's such a great film all the way in until the very end. It's like World War Z. It's so compelling, so interesting, until at the end they just give themselves cancer. 
even if you wanted to keep it as a metaphor for cows and like treatment, like that's keep good. Them humans. Yeah, keep them gonna human. take it as this is basically what we do to cows. What the fuck? Yeah. It's not a metaphor if you blatantly throw a cow at the end. <laughs> I think it works. You know what a metaphor is, Xander. A metaphor what? Thank you. I will kick you. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I, 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 I feel like we should... Logan, maybe... I'm sorry I invited you onto this episode. <laughs> I feel like we should maybe move on. I, I feel like I'm just going to get roasted some more. So, um... Yeah, you are. You fucking deserve yeah. it. That's what it is. <laughs> Like usually, it's kind. It, it's usually just brought on by nothing, and you kind of don't deserve it. This time, it's fully deserved. You brought this on yourself. Uh, you made Lapita Nyong'o a fucking cow. I did do that to uh, Lapita Nyong'o. Yeah, that's oh. it's a rough look for sure. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, put, I'm putting this in the other server. I'm sorry, acclaimed Hollywood actress Lupita Nyong'o. She's probably won an Oscar. I don't. I think know she has. She's an head. Oscar winner. I can't even. You put three Oscar winners in a movie where there's where it's. Leonardo <laughs> <laughs> DiCaprio, who worked fucking hard for his Oscar as well, who deserved it in so many other movies. A yep. fucking cow. He's a cow. The thing is, he would join the movie though because he is a vegetarian. He is like, yeah, man, very much against that. Damn it. There you go. Yeah, but there I don't go. think he'd want to be I'm turned into a I'm cow. I'm smart, man. I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> you know that? I can't begin to describe my disappointment. <laughs> my disappointment is immeasurable. And my day is actually ruined my by that sentence, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what might make your day a little bit better? No, nothing can. How about I wrap this up? Okay, well then, that was fun, wasn't it? That certainly was three, a certain point, three yeah. great pitches for three great movies. We all did so well. Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those two really good movies and one really good movie up until you said that fucking cow. <laughs> but the real question is, what did you guys think? Who did you think had the best movie? Was it David's movie? Why um, was it Logan's? What 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 was your, what was your movie called, David? A fresh a fresh move. A fresh a fresh move. Was it a fresh I had move? Probably the worst name of this as well. Was it uh, Logan's Painted Doors? Or was it Xander's uh, okay. Killing Room? Uh, let us know uh, over on our Instagram or Facebook. Just get in touch. Let, let us know which who, who you thought had the best idea and why it was Xander. Um... Okay, well. <laughs> and then tell us why Xander was wrong to make everybody a fucking cow in the end. <laughs> Listen, man, I just, I try, I try, I try. And then tell us why it was Logan's movie that was the best. Yeah, Logan's movie yeah. actually was, yeah. In our eyes, Logan is the winner. Logan, well done, well done. You Logan you is the clear winner in that one. That yeah. is a fucking insane movie for, uh, with a title fucking Painted Doors. Painted Doors. <laughs> My guy. Xander, you had the best name as well. I had the, I had the easiest name. And I just, 
The it. easiest name and the best and the best actors as well. Yeah, the best actors, bro. I had a clean, I had a clean again, yeah. again as well. You got the best actors last time. What I did, did you do last time? Um, oh, what, what, it, what was was about, it? it was about a man who had a stone penis. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, listen, I've not had the best track record of this. Okay, <laughs> you really have not. But but God loves a trier. So, sure. Yeah. Um, there you go. Right. Hey, Logan. Hey, David. Would hey. you guys want to sell me a movie or a TV show or a game or a music or a book if you're a nerd? Sure. Go for it, Logan. What 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 are you what are you, what are you selling me this week? What am I selling you? I'm selling you a TV show. Ooh. It's, it's been out for a while, and the second season of it came out fairly recently. It's uh, I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. Okay. Uh, it's uh, it's a sketch show um, with Tim Robinson. He's a former writer from SNL. And it's just, like, this guy who's put into, like, these sort of normal things, but then he's just a bit awkward about it, and then it just keeps building. Like, like the there's this one sketch where he, like, gives this guy a gift and says the receipt's in the bag if he wants it. Then he's like, you don't really want the receipt, right, if you like it so much. And then it escalates to him eating it, but then there's a bit of poo on it because the guy didn't wipe his hands well. And then everyone <laughs> in the party ended up hating him, and then he died in the car from being poisoned. And it's... Sounds like a drama Zandwood, right? <laughs> But, like, the way he does it is just, it's always so funny. And, like, it's just such an escalation from, like, a small issue to, like, this huge thing. It's it's very funny, and you should definitely give it a watch if you haven't. Cool. It keeps popping up on my Netflix recommended. Um, I've, I watch a lot of uh, Auntie Donna. Have you ever heard of those guys? Oh, yes. Yes, Auntie yeah. Donna. Um, their, their Netflix show is absolutely phenomenal. So, like, mm-hmm. I, th- I think I've probably been recommended this because I've I've been watching that. Um, so, I, I yeah, it keeps popping up, and every time I'm like, oh, that looks kind of cool. But yeah, I'll, I'll I'll definitely check that out. That sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, you said it's on Netflix, yeah? It is on Netflix. Yes. On Netflix, fantastic. David, are you gonna are you gonna sell us anything? Yeah, I'm gonna sell you a movie. Wow, excited! I know. Been a while since I've sold a movie, ain't it? It is. Um, so the movie I'm gonna sell you is a um a, a favorite of mine. I I fucking love this movie. Um, okay. in the UK it's on Netflix, but everywhere like in America, I'm pretty sure it's not really on anything. But let's face it, you can probably find it on YouTube in some way. <laughs> um, it's Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street from 2007, the Tim Burton one. Okay. And I really love this movie. Like, I love everything about it. The design, the characters, the music, especially. It's all so good. It's one of my favorite um, Alan Rickman like performances as well. And genuinely, probably the best Johnny Depp performance you can ever find. I feel like it's a performance that even Xander wouldn't mind. Okay. Because Johnny Depp is genuinely really good in this. Um, like, and the the most standout thing is the 
like the music um just to give a little a little cl- like little summary of the story from google benjamin vows to seek revenge from the judge who framed him for a crime he did not commit in order to do so he reopens his barbershop and begins murdering his customers with a razor what it forgets to mention is the pie shop beneath him is using the corpses as meat for the pies well mm. then and this is a musical <laughs> i forgot yeah. to mention that the this is a musical it's a musical horror and works so weirdly well like it doesn't really lean into the horror aspect too much it leans more into like thriller but it's so good like i like i said i've said the music so many times but i often listen to this soundtrack so many times and at one point it was the only thing i would listen to like when i was on the way to college yeah i remember those days yeah it was it was great it's it's such a fantastic film so go watch it like if you can sweeney todd there you go yeah. I, I actually do need to check that out even though i do despise johnny depp uh, oh so... man you you especially will really like the music helena bon and carter is in this as well yeah um, I'll, uh, I'll check that out like one... the main things i can imagine you liking is no place like london go on logan uh, just one fun fact I have. Johnny Depp originally wanted to be a rock star musician until a certain Nicolas Cage convinced him to give acting a try. <laughs> do you, how many how many Nick Cage fun facts do you have? More than the average person, for sure. <laughs> how many Nick Cage fun facts does the average person have? Probably know like three or four. You know what? Yeah, probably, Matt, I was actually about to say know, three. Yeah. I was about to say I think I know three. Exactly. <laughs> what are you three? Um, his son's called Kal-El. Yep. Um, he should have starred in Superman Lives, and did he buy a T Rex? He bought a T Rex skeleton. There you go. He also donated to a. Um, he the last time he went to. Uh, Vegas was um, a while ago, and he donated all of his winnings to a orphan in nearby, um, anonymous. And how do we know about it? Hmm? Yeah, uh, because he talks about in a like interview with Marilyn Manson. Uh, so it's not. Uh, yeah. So it's not anonymous, is it? It's not anonymous anymore, but it was like thirty years ago. <laughs> oh, showbiz, jeez. Um, God, he's so selfish. So selfish. <laughs> it's all for the fame. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna sell you guys a movie, wow. and I'm I'm sure it's one you 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 may have seen already, but um, it's definitely worth a rewatch because I rewatched it this week. Um, it is Chronicle. Ooh, that's a banging movie. The hmm. uh, is it 2012 movie? Yeah, 2012. I believe so, yeah. Um, starring Dane DeHaan, Michael B. Jordan, and the other guy. Um, and it's a... If you've never seen it, it's a found footage movie uh, about that follows three teenagers um, who get superpowers. Yeah, that's it. Uh, it's a... It's a very dark movie it, it has a real sense of fun to it but then when it needs to it gets really dark and it has that dark turn 
uh, and it does it so well. It does it so it so really well. does. It, at the start, it gives the feel of like the uh, the live action um, Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel, that, just, I feel like, that. Like three teenagers find this thing and it gives them special powers. Yeah. But then once he starts getting into it, it really gets into it and it's it's fucking powerful. Like it, it is, is dark. It really is. It really is. Um, it's uh, it, I mean, it's a career-making performance from Dane DeHaan, uh, who then went on to do Spider the Amazing Spider-Man Two, uh, a cure for wellness, and then disappeared so <laughs> i hope he's doing all right oh he did valerian as well and then disappeared so i extra hope yeah. he's doing okay that makes sense um <laughs> but yeah th- this is a really great little movie and yes it's also josh trank's only good film because after this he did fan fan four stick and then um last year he released capone with tom hardy that apparently is just one of the weirdest films from last year. Um, which which I, still I, need to get I still to. really want to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, that Chronicle is actually like, it's, I remember one of the earliest movies I remember seeing and being like, damn, like I, I could, I want to make something like this. Um, it, it's really, it's really cool. It's got, a, it's got a sense of fun to it, but it's also got that dark undertone. Um, and the, the, they really use the found footage formula in a great way, in an, in a di- in a just a different way, because there's so many horror films out there that use, especially in 2012, that use the found footage to be just cheap. But this film doesn't doesn't use it to be cheap. It uses it to tell a story, and it really works. It really does work. So uh, yeah, go check out Chronicle. Um, it's it's available in places. You'll find it. It's fairly easy to find. Um, there you go. Good 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 recommendations, boys. Great stuff. Yes. Cheers all around. Chin chin. Um, there you Alexander's go. Alexander's cow ending. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the real dark spot. I, I was yeah. I was a cow the whole time, guys. Moo, <laughs> moo, motherfuckers. <laughs> I, I can just that, imagine. Just... <laughs> it's it's like the cheesiest ending to that movie. She's like calling out for her daughter. And then while she's still human, she screams, but it's just a cow mooing, and it's just like the dumbest thing ever. Yes, that's oh, exactly what I had in my head. It's stock audio file as well. She yeah. starts. She starts going, "Where's my? Where's my? Where's my moo? <laughs> moo? <laughs> moo? Sounds." Sounds like the ending to an A24 film that's trying to make you think about shit, but all it does is really piss you off. (laughs) (laughs) It's basically, it reminds me of the endings to Hereditary and Midsummer, where it just fuck, it just fucking happens, and you're just like, why was that the ending? Why, why the fuck did everybody just die? Why is there a cow? Why is there a bear? I swear sense? to God. The, the why bear. the fuck? <laughs> why is there a bear? Uh, anyway, that is going to do it for why this week. Why is the week. guy with the eyebrows here? And we are never going to mention the cow story again. Thank <laughs> 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 <I'm full. laughs> Thank you so much for listening this week, guys. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, thank you to our special guest, Mr. Logan Mock. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here with us. 
Anytime. That um, fits in my schedule. Where, where can the people find you, my dude? Uh, the people can find, um, follow me on Instagram, ups and downs of Nicolas Cage. And you can listen to the podcast of the same name pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. Pretty incredible. It is, isn't it? It is incredible. It really is. Um, yeah, I will leave that all those insane. links to Logan's stuff in the description. So go and check him out. I implore you. Uh, David, thanks for being here, my dude. <sighs> man, my man is just exhausted. He's just, that that monster's exhausted. worn off. I'm just the monster's I'm, worn off. I'm still just, I'm just still disappointed, man. Or should, should, should I, or should I say the monster has worn off? Thank oh you. fuck off! <laughs> Actually, fuck off. End the show, please. That's end the show so we can have like an intervention afterwards, quickly. Please. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. Um, we, we've been getting a lot of reviews on App, Apple recently, so uh, thank you to those people reviewing us. Uh, it really does help. And next week, we have a very, very special episode planned, so make sure you are tuned in for that. And um, we're not going to say anything. I'm not going to spoil it this week. Uh, you guys are just going to have to tune in next week, um, but we'll definitely be... It, it's, it's, a, it's one you want to listen out for, uh, I, I promise you. So yeah. stay tuned for that next week. It's been uh it's been a little it's it's been a lot of planning, hasn't it, David? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, it definitely wasn't just a message. I'm just trying to hype it up, David. I'm just trying to hype it up. <laughs> it's not like the, the the planning isn't like the hype in this. It's the actual content. It's the actual content the of the content. podcast. It's the content. We're it, giving you guys fresh hot content. It's Gen is genuinely going to be really interesting though. Like Xander isn't actually once Xander isn't overhyping this. Like he's always overhyped everything. To this is not overhyped. This is genuinely really fucking impressive. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting stuff. So this make is, sure you are. This listening is a filming podcast week. first. It is. It is. So make sure you're listening next week to the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Moo. Why the fuck did you do me at the end? <laughs> it just, it just, felt, you, it just felt natural. It just felt we agreed, as, we agreed as a team that we were never going to like mention the cow incident again. And now you keep mooing. <laughs> I feel like you watched Barnyard too much as a kid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to try and move on. I will oh, I, I, fuck off. Just leave, please. I beg <laughs> you. Leave this podcast. Listen, man. I, 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 I just can't leave it. There's a lot of stake here. <laughs> I never recorded. Just I know we were getting recorded for bro, that you, second you were you, gone. You can't, that was, that you was can't too. You can't, you can't kick me, bro. <laughs> that was so bad. That was real rough on the ears. <laughs> Oh my god! I next week you may not hear my voice, D David. David, if you if oh you, you may not hear Xander's voice, David. If if you kick if you kick me from the server again, I'm gonna leather you. What is what does that even mean? <laughs> leather is like hit, like you know if you you hit someone you leather them. Oh okay, but leather That's... like a like a cow. 
That's not a thing over here, though. I thought you were just putting random phrases oh, in just now. Yeah, honestly. Jesus, Xander. <laughs> I feel sorry for your dad. He had to pull up with this shit for so long. Yeah, he did. He's a, he's a national treasure. He is. He's an icon for having to put he's up an, with your he's shit. He's an icon. <laughs> he had to put up with you making horrible, horrible cow puns. No, they're not horrible. They're not horrible. They they're are. excellent. Oh, shit. No, we're talking about cows, not eggs. Um, <laughs> I hate you so much. Okay, I'm actually going to end it now. Bye, everyone. Fuck Xander. <laughs> fuck you, San Diego. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs>